BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Coast to coast. It's Pharrell on the bench, coast to coast, in the biggest way possible. Hanging out the bad, seat the burger, the bad, I would have bad, attitude, hang around a bunch of bad, and her bad, take bad, lot, bad, do bad, bread, bad, it's such bad vibes. We are live in the Magic City Studios in the Varela Palacio, right across the river, it's from where Granny loves her big skunk Korean hybrid in New York City. The Big Apple. Ooh. People dressed in plastic bags, directing traffic, some kind of fighting, shake it up, you do better. I'm up in the nickel, I'm about to flood the party up. Rats on the west side, the bounds uptown, what a mess, it's tats and my brain splattered all over Manhattan, should do be shake it Ooh, woo, woo, I think I might have caught some from Keith. Should do be, yeah, yeah, it's only rock and roll, but I like it, like it, yes I do, but I like it. Hey, what's gigging? I'm Pharrell, along with your boy Carver High this afternoon. Mavia running it with Hayden Fry at LT in the Kansas City Mo. A birthday roll call on a terrible towel Tuesday. PJ Washington, 24. Uh, Nurkic of the Blazers, 28, up at the Moda. Tyler Glass now, 29. Mike Yaz, 32. Taysom Hill, 32. Seth Curry, 32. Mohamed Sanu, 33. Miles Michaelis, 34. Jeremy Lynn, Sanity, 34. Darren Collison, 35. Rex Rosen, 42. Denny Bautista, 42. Sean Marks, 47. The Nets GM, we'll be talking about him today. Joe Andruzzi, 47. Hugh Douglas, 51. Jeremy Schaap, 53. Rick Smith, 56. Mark Ingram, 57. Ray Chicken Parm, Ferraro, 58. Julio Franco, 64. Mike Boddicker, 65. You get them Social Security checks then, Mike. You get those now out at the mailbox, son. Sonny Jurgensen, Hall of Famer. 88, he never liked me. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. (laughs) Kevin Durant will return to the next. I think I'm having a big one, Carver High. (laughs) Kevin Durant's coming back to Brooklyn. Oh, Carver High, I think I'm having a big one. (laughs) We got the statement from Sean down under Marks. Odds to win the NBA title now that KD Cream Puff Reaper is back and no sleep till. Jets beat the Falcons last night. Cover on the money line. Cover on the spread. Uh, Cover on the over. We hit it all. Desmond Ritter draws rave reviews for his performance last night. He was 10 to 13, a buck 43, two field goal drives. Art Smith not thrilled with the second half performance. We got that. Robert Salah on the show. We'll look at the 
preseason games this week, the final week of the preseason. We got the lion's share coming up from BetMGM as well. Plus, Scoop Mish, Craig Mish will join us per usual every week. He's on C2C talking baseball. Baker Mayfield on being the starter. We got him, Aaron Rodgers on the show, Mike McDaniels on the show, Nate Hackett on the show. Cameron Brait says if anyone can take time off, it's TB12. We got that. Plus, Bill Belichick loves Sin City. He talks about Al Davis. Rokon Smith is going to bet on himself this year and play it out for the Bears. We'll hear from him. Jesse Bates will sign his franchise tag. Raiders release Kenyon Drake. Jared Goff won't play in the Lions game against the Steelers. Tony Rusby calls on the NFL to take immediate action against Alvin Kamara. Aaron Donald wants to play at least through 23. Lions put Jamison Williams on the pup list. He'll miss the first four. Chase Young, same thing in D.C. And the Commanders will retire Sonny Jurgensen's number. The Yankees beat the Mets in the Subway Series last night, 4-2 to two in the boogie down. Aaron Judge with number 47 off Scherzer. We welcome all of our radio affiliates to Coast to Coast on a Tuesday. Sirius XM 159, Sports Map Radio Network, Sports Byline USA, Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio in San Diego. Good to have you with us. Anyway, uh, Mets move DeGrominator back a day. Tijuana, do you wanna Walker going to go against the Yankees tonight in the Bronx. We got Cashman on the show today. Stan will be back starting Thursday for a West Coast trip out to Oakland. They'll butcher that, I'm sure. Cards beat the Cubs 1-0. They're playing five against them, four more. Jordan Montgomery throws a complete game shutout for the Cards. The lefty 4-0 now in St. Louis. Nice move, Cashman. Albert Pujols with another home run, 693. We got him on the show today. Uh, he has the most home runs in the majors since August 10th with seven. He's slugging over 1,300 his last 10 games. He's incredible. Yachty missed two games to go watch his basketball team that he owns in Puerto Rico win a championship. Nothing like taking a little trip down to Puerto Rico to watch some basketball in the middle of a pennant chase, and they're in the, uh, you know, central first place. And, you know, it sounds like a Kyrie Irving move. Let me just, you know, go watch somebody else play for a few days. I'll be back, boys. Don't worry about me. I'm going to see if I can get a tan. Uh, Royals beat the White Sox 6-4. Tony La Russa. Talking about uh, the frustrating loss. We got all your baseball. We got Castellanos home runs, a Rosarena home runs. We got Seeger go ahead hits. We got LeBlanc home runs. LeBlanc, like Mount LeBlanc. Brewers beat the Dodgers. We got that for you, plus Max Muncie news, all the standings, power rankings in baseball. Today in Carver High history, all of tonight's games will make you some money. Plus, Ricardo, our sports business legal insiders on Coast to Coast today. That'll be fun. Nick Saban gets a fat new $93 million extension so he can get a new boat. We got odds for the Heisman, the national title. Our boy Blue is on the show today. Mike Blewett from Pro Football today on Sports Grid. That'll be fun. All of that and more. You name it, you got it. We bring it all to you like you read about. Grab a freshie, sit back, crack your back, and go with us on Coast to Coast. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, 
Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So... No, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. I keep telling everybody everywhere I go, even on the toll road when I have to pay cash, you know, I, I just tell the toll booth, get the BetMGM app. You're going to love it. They're like, what? I'm like, yeah, bet $10 on any game and get $200 if either team hits a home run. And then they're like, what? And I'm like, yeah, just use the bonus code MLBHR2022. Believe me, you're going to love it. The BetMGM app. All right, Carver High. The Cream Puff Reaper is staying in no sleep till. Can you even imagine? I almost had the big one right there. Yeah, I guess at the end of the day, Scotty, the Nets finally went to him and said, look, um, we can't trade you. We're just never going to get back what you're worth. So you either get on board and stick it out or don't play. I mean, that has to be what it came down to. Here's the statement, Scotty from Sean Marks, the general manager. Uh, Steve Nash and I, together with Joe Sy and Clara Wusai, met with Kevin Durant and Rich Kleiman in Los Angeles yesterday. We have agreed to move forward with our partnership. We are focusing on basketball with one collective goal in mind, build a lasting franchise to bring a championship to Brooklyn. There's one word, Scotty, in that statement that sticks out to me more than any other. And that's partnership. You know, a partnership. I mean, he plays on the team. Now he's a, it's like he's a partner in what they're doing. Go out there and win basketball games. Enough. Yeah, I think the one word that I think of when I think of uh, Durant is prima donna. I mean, uh, yeah, the guy <laughs> is just absolutely unpleasable. He's never happy. He's always had to, you know, move on uh, to something more exciting instant gratification uh, there's no denying how good he is uh there's no denying how great he is there's no denying how injured he is all the time i mean this guy has played uh in like 90 games over the last several years three years i think it is because uh he's got leg problems hamstring problems torn achilles i mean literally it's always something a calf uh, it just never ends. This guy misses games like, you know, I miss chances to get some action with 34C every night of the week. I mean, honestly, you just, it, it's so just telling of who he is. He, he's never happy. 
always injured, never play. And then he never wins in Brooklyn. He built this team. He wanted Kyrie, wanted Harden. He got everything he wanted. They still didn't win. They got swept. Now Harden's in Philly, losing his Santa Claus belly and wanting to play for a chip, which I respect. This guy just needs to play ball. I think with what they have, they're loaded. Uh, with Harris and, and Seth Curry being able to shoot from the outside, Harris coming back, having Claxton swatting shots, cleaning glass, and then the ability to get Simmons going north-south and looping, in other words, throwing it up for Durant to finish and Claxton to finish, because we know Simmons can't shoot, but he can definitely run up and down and dime. And then to have, you know, Kyrie, who's unguardable when he shows up once a week, uh, and then Durant, this is a really good team. So he had no other choice. I think they had him based on the four-year contract that he signed with no player options last year, and then no one was willing to give him what they wanted. He had no choice, and I think he's back. Now, I've heard today a lot of people saying it's a ploy uh, that getting him to come back and, and that it's all an act, that they're still going to trade him, and I'm not buying that either. I think he's playing in Brooklyn. No, that's just because, Scotty, people can't stand that they have to stop talking about this now. They've had two months of all this Kevin Durant going to get traded nonsense, and now they have to put it in the cupboard, and he's actually going to play basketball for Brooklyn. So uh, that's why people are upset, and they want to try to keep, keep it going, Scotty. That's what it is. So like you said, they will have Durant. They will have Kyrie Irving. They will have Ben Simmons. Well, I mean, hopefully he's going to play, right? I mean, is Ben going to be all right with that back? He's definitely going to play. By the play. time we get to October, <laughs> here's he's, where they are playing. now. Zion's playing. They're both playing. Let's, Game one. We, let's hope so. Let's hope so, because you never know with those two guys. Uh, the Nets shot right back up the board, Scotty, with this news this morning to win the NBA title. I believe they were in the 18 to 20 to 1 range early in the day before this news broke. Now, 7-1, to one, the fourth choice after the Celtics, Warriors, and Bucks. Well, look, uh, I got to be honest with you. I, I thought the Celtics had a great run. I don't believe for one minute they're going back to the NBA Finals. I thought they had a great run. They're not going back. I don't believe that for one minute. And it's going to be the changing of the guard in the NBA this year. I mean, the Bucks will have Middleton back. They're definitely formidable. But I don't believe, based on roster, on paper, the Nets are better than the Bucks. on paper, if you ask me. I mean, they have Giannis, and then it starts getting real dicey after that. I'm not going to sit here and get all caught up. You and I love Patty Connaughton, but let's face it, he's as white as they come. He doesn't matter. I I'm, I'm literally, based on talent, the – the Bucks are not as deep as the Nets. So I don't mind those odds right now. I'm not going to uh, put a crown on the Nets. No way. Too many games missed. I still believe Simmons will sit out 25 games at least with injuries. Yeah. He's always injured. Now, he's got problems with his back. That's all you need to know. A guy with a bad back, he's, he's Mike Trout. Okay? And then Kyrie misses a month just going on vacation to see if the earth's flat. And then... Uh, Cream Puff misses 30 games a year uh, because he's a broken-down old Chevy. I mean, the bottom line is uh, I can't crown a team that has guys that miss that much time. Once again, they won't get it done. But they are better in the box on paper. That's why, as much as Simmons is supposed to be there, 
until I physically see him walk on the court for that first game. Uh, I just don't believe it. Uh, but they are probably right where they should be. Uh, they'll be back in the mix. And if everybody's healthy, hey, they could, even though they got swept by the Celtics, you know, they could beat the Celtics, guy, if everybody's on the same page. And that team is good. And Simmons plays defense. They can beat the Celtics. I believe that. I don't Simmons go by them getting great swept defender. last year in that first round. Yeah, You're right. Simmons he's a great, great defender. Uh, this guy can stop. Uh, literally, I am telling you, he can stop Tatum. Tatum won't have any 30-point games with uh, Ben Simmons all over him. Now, I play with guys that are great defenders. There is nothing better than having a guy. I won championships with a kid. Uh, my boy, Dalen. I've never seen anyone play defense like this kid. He has five, six steals a game. The, the leading scorer on every team, he shuts down every time, hold him to under 10, block shots, strip steals, uh, goes the other way and dunks. There's nothing better than a guy like Simmons that can have that long length turn into defensive stops and steals, transition buckets. And the guy can pass and dime and go north-south as good as anyone in the NBA. We just can't have him uh, pulling up. He is not a shooter. He has to realize, in my view, and I think Coach would say the same thing, realize who you are. You're not a shooter. You're not a jump shooter. You're not a three-point shot. You can't even shoot free throws. But he can go up and down and dunk and lob like no other. I mean, when that guy got going with Embiid, forget about it. The problem was they had nothing else, no bench, nobody else around them. And I don't buy Tobias Harris. I don't buy that garbage in Philly. But I always thought he was a great player, the way he'd get up and down and defend. Uh, Tatum averaged 17.8 points against Simmons in 13 games. Uh, so well, like I said, he'll never have 30 uh, take again. Take care of this. I just, he's uh, a he's clamp down. He's a, he is the best defensive perimeter player in the NBA. Boom, hands it out. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. This is a whole new jungle. This is the Lion's Share. Brought to you by Bet MGM. Copper High, I know we're busy uh, with the Lion's Share, but one other note. So, mm-hmm. if you and I want to go to a game and Mafia, 
Who would you rather go uh, pay money to see? Uh, for a, a nickel, going to see in crappy seats, in the blue seats of the Garden to watch Jalen Brunson play, uh, with that malcontent, you know who I'm talking about, uh, their veteran superstar that, that, you know, doesn't want to play in New York anymore. Yeah, your boy Randall is just Mr. Mr. Friendly. One, one year to the next, you don't know what you're going to get from Randall. But uh, would you rather go see Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and Ben Simmons with Joe Harris and Seth Curry? Uh, it's a real simple choice, and you could go for about 250 to that game and sit in the second bowl, not the uh, roof. I'm telling you, every night of the week, even though I think he's a prima donna, uh, I like watching uh, Durant play basketball and Irving. I've always told you they're great. It's just the drama that goes with them just isn't worth it. They're not it, all the. They're both a cancer, if you ask me. They're both lymphoma. But if they're gonna be on the nets, I'm watching every net game because they're exciting. Yeah, and I think that that's the other side of this. Even though they had said already that they weren't going to trade Kyrie to the Lakers in that deal, you know that means you're definitely getting him back as well. Uh, so the whole band's back together. They are painful at times. Uh, they're going to make it hard on you. But if they actually go out there and they're ready to go, Scotty, they can beat anybody if they have their head in it and they're not being painful. Uh, you know, But you need to get that for an entire season, I think. Uh, for it to actually work out. You know, you got to try the whole year and not be painful. So we'll see if the Nets can accomplish that this coming season training camp. Hey, you know, a little less than two months away. Opening night a little less than two months away. Calendar flips fast in the NBA now, that's for sure. All right, Scotty, it is time for the lion's share. Brought to you by BetMGM. Strikeout props, taters, game props, the whole deal. How about the big fella last night putting one into right center field seat, Scotty? Your boy Vogelbach making it happen. We needed that. That was nice. Awesome. That was I was very night. happy, and I immediately texted you when that fat zone yes. jacked that thing up in the sky. I knew it was going, too. He had that straight shot <laughs> swing, and it went right up in the air and out. He's got that weird swing, but he's such a big, powerful dude uh, that when he connects with it, it goes, man. Vogelback getting it done. All right, let's go tonight. We will start with the strikeout props and Dylan Cease of the White Sox down at Camden against the Orioles tonight, Scotty. Six and a half for Cease, minus 130 to the over, minus 110 to the under. He's alternated over-unders the last six times out. It's been very good and bad for Cease, even though he's one of the favorites for the Cy Young. He's fourth in the American League in strikeouts this year. But, Scotty, here's the nugget for Cease. His best performance this year for strikeouts, he had 13. Who was it against? The Orioles on June the 26th at home. He faces the Orioles again tonight. Give me the over for Cease. All right, I'll go for it with you. It's at Camden, and he obviously ate their lineup for breakfast the last time, so why not? I think the guy's been, you know, more brilliant than not uh, in his performances on the mound. His ERA's around two. This is a good game tonight with Voth, and I, I just think uh, you got to bet on him based on his record and how he's been able to get Ws and help the White Sox win games because they never win regularly. No, they do not. All right, we've got a few guys today, Scotty, who we've been riding the wave with them a lot recently. One of them, even though he loses, even though he gives up runs and homers, ice-cold brew baker, maybe. He always goes over that strikeout prop. Five and a half again 
for Ice Cold Brew tonight. Plus 100 to the over, minus 140 to the under. He's three straight over this, over in seven of his last nine starts. And, hey, you might be worried he's facing the Braves tonight, Scotty. Had seven against the Braves back on June 9th in Atlanta. We keep riding the wave with Ice Cold Brew Baker over tonight. Even money, why not? I mean, uh, this guy brings it every time he pitches. He never gets results because they suck so bad. They never score runs. They never win. But uh, he strikes guys out and performs. Uh, and they gave the Braves a run for their money last night. And hopefully it'll be another good game tonight. And if it is, I think he'll do it. And, and we'll get that even buck. Justin Verlander at home against the Twinkies tonight. Six and a half the number for him, plus 110 to the over, minus 160 to the under for Verlander. He's under in three of his last four starts, had five against the Twins back in May in Minnesota. It's been trending kind of on the downside the last few starts, Scotty. You've brought it up a lot. Uh, is maybe getting late in the season starting to catch up with Verlander here after a really strong first couple of months? Well, for sure. I mean, he's hit a wall, right? And he's not winning and he's not uh, performing well. And it's been like three straight starts. Uh, this is a huge start for him tonight. It's in Minute Maid. So I'm inclined to go with the over based on the fact that he's home and he's probably angry the way he's pitched the last three times he was out on the bump. So I'm going to go for it, take a risk flyer with him going over with a buck 10 uh, as they're playing at home against them. I think he can do it against the Twins in their building. I'm willing to take a shot with Justin tonight as well. Corbin Burns tonight out in Los Angeles against the Dodgers. Brewers beat him last night, Scotty. They're going for two in a row against him. Seven and a half for Burns, plus 100 to the over, minus 145 to the under. Burns also struggling a little bit recently in the strikeout department he's under in three of his last four starts this seven and a half including scotty he faced the dodgers last week in milwaukee had six in that one going under with corbin tonight yeah I, they're just too hard to strike out particularly at chavez ravine my guess is you know that first you know hour hour and a half that he's got sunlight there it might be to his advantage of getting three or four when it gets under the lights there and he gets deeper into that game he's going to have less opportunity to throw strikes i'm with you i think the dodgers are too tough to strike out i'm going to go uh with the under uh bonus ball tonight just because this guy's been too good to us i wasn't going to let robbie ray Sit on the sideline, Scotty. Six and a half tonight against the awful Nationals. Minus 135 to the over, minus 105 to the under. He's over six and a half in three straight starts. Four of his last eight, he's hit double digits, Scotty. And he's facing the Nationals at home. I'm on the over for Robbie. Yeah, I'm on the over, too. I think he has uh, a dozen at least tonight in Seattle. Let's go, baby. There you go, the strikeout props. It is tater time. Scotty, tater time on the lion's share. Since they have Austin queued up, though, there he's Aaron. We'll go with Aaron Judge first, Scotty, uh, in the Bronx. Of course, he homered last night, number 47. Low price for a home run prop at plus 165. But why is that? He faces Taiwan Walker tonight, Scotty. His numbers, three for nine against Walker. All three hits were home runs. Three homers against Taiwan Walker. Let's try ring the bell with Judge again tonight. 
boom, I'm on it. I mean, uh, you know, he hits him in, in bunches, and yes. he finally hit one last night. So I say it goes again tonight in the significance of the Subway Series. Believe it or not, the Yankees and Mets actually care about these games. Next, I'm also going to go with some past performance. And, yes, we always play Brubaker for his strikeout prop, but we usually also play someone to hit a homer against him too, Scotty. How about Austin Riley for the Braves tonight at PNC? Riley's three for six against Brubaker. He's got two dingers off him, plus 310 for Riley. Get another one tonight. Yeah, I like this one a lot, and I like Olsen and Acuna to hit him as well. Generally, Cole Brew loses. I'm on uh, the Braves again to win here, and I'm with you on Riley for sure, and others as well. Even the kid Harris, Scotty, who had the homer last night for the 2-1 win, he was like plus 575 or something like that uh, tonight to hit a home run. So there's a couple of good shots there for the Braves. Next, Colorado and the Rangers at Coors Field tonight. I always like to throw Coors Field in when an American League team comes. C.J. Crone tonight, Scotty, against Dunning, plus 360 to homer at Coors. Yeah, I'm not going to go there. Uh, They should cancel their season. They should cancel their season. But Marquez and Dunning tonight, lots of home runs. We like that. And finally, the Wink Man up in Seattle tonight for the Mariners against the Nats. The Wink Man has hit very well against Fetty, who's starting for Washington. Three for eight and two homers, plus 375 for the Wink Man to get his third homer off Fetty tonight. I like that and Julio Rodriguez to hit one. Oh, get a little J-Rod in the mix, too. I like that out in the Pacific Northwest. Let's go. All right, game props. We'll fly through them. The big ball tonight with a lot of runs. Fenway, baby. Blue Jays and the Red Sox. Both teams, Scotty, to not score three, not score four, to score five or more at plus 260. Lots of runs at Fenway. We got gas cans on the mound. Let's go. Yeah, I'm with you there, and I like the Jays. I like the Jays as well. We mentioned the Rangers are in Denver. How about Rangers to beat the Rockies tonight and over eight and a half runs scored at plus 185? Yeah, I actually bet on the Rockies. I mean, I take a stab at them once a week. Uh, And finally, we know that Burns is going for the Brewers. Tony Gonsolin's going for the Dodgers, Scotty. So how about Dodgers win, going to bounce back after losing last night, and under Seven and a half at plus 210. Dodger win under seven and a half plus 210. Uh, That's a great call. I like the Dodgers and the under. Yep. There you go. The lion's share from BetMGM. Let's ring the bell tonight, Scotty, and have another good one. Yeah, and we'll get into all these games tonight in baseball as far as who we're going to bet on uh, coming up here on Coast to Coast. So that'll be cool, too. Making money in lion's share and in money lines. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and... Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.
As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. is back on Coast to Coast. You catch him on Fantasy Sports Today and, of course, Newswire on Sports Grid TV and regularly here on C2C. So, uh, Craig, good to see you. I want to start with Jordan Montgomery last night. 99 pitches, a shutout, uh, and just, you know, that's incredible to me that he's 4-0 with an 0-3-5 ERA since Cashman dealt him to St. Louis. What a gold mine for the Cardinals as they try to win the Central and head into the playoffs. And they got a left-hander that's just dealing. Yeah, they got exactly, Scott, what they needed at the trade deadline. And while I think that at the time, Cardinals fans were sort of skeptical of this because they didn't really go out and get a frontline guy like a Luis Castillo, they got Montgomery in tow. And you know what's really odd I find, Scott, this season? I don't know if you find the same thing. But, you know, they always talk about when a left-handed pitcher pitches and he faces a bunch of righties, the righties feast. And that does work, I think, in Toronto. But you're seeing numbers around the league where that really is not the case. For whatever reason, batters this season are having a harder time facing off against left-handed pitching. And maybe that is the secret sauce for Montgomery in the National League, uh, shouldn't make much of a difference whether you're lefty or righty against a guy like that, but he's pitched out of his mind for sure. It's exactly what the Cardinals needed, and the Brewers certainly have been up and down since they traded Josh Hader. Hader's been up and down since he got traded too. So, uh, look, we'll see. But it was a big move for them for sure, and they gave up a guy in Bader who I like a lot, but we just haven't seen yet. Yeah, I'm hearing Bader's close from the plantar fasciitis coming back soon. Uh, we'll see. That's to be determined. But uh, you mentioned Hater. Uh, I got to tell you, it's a lot bigger than uh, that he's up and down now. I mean, this guy has been getting lit up, and he's yep. lost his job as the closer. They're by committee now in San Diego. Yep. He has to be spinning mentally. I think I've said to you in previous weeks, I never believed that deal from the beginning that there wasn't something wrong with him. He was starting to get lit up in Milwaukee. Then they traded him and the whole team shut down. And they're like, what are you doing? That's our boy. And then he went out to San Diego and he's sitting by himself in the corner of the dugout. He doesn't have any friends. Yeah, he's having a hard time. Uh, you know, for whatever reason, the transition is not going great for him. It's, uh, you know, certainly the trade as of now has not worked out for the Padres. Uh, and any of the trades have worked out for the Padres at all. Soto is still who he is. But, you know, as we talked about last week, I, I don't know. It feels like the same thing's going down with them two years in a row. They played better a, a little bit lately. Uh, but, yeah, the Padres have already made a couple of closer changes. Rodgers did a really nice job for them in the first half of the season. They thought Hader would put them over the top. This was an all-in type trade for them. And, and as of now, not going great. And I, I think probably... You know, maybe this whole Tatis thing is there's more to it, Scott, honestly. Like, when something like that happens to the team, 
you know, everybody just sort of loses faith in things that are going on. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, he's going to talk this afternoon. So maybe we'll get a better indication of all of that. But it certainly feels like, yes, the trade's factored in. But, boy, that was a big kick in the you-know-what when, when Tatis went down for the year. So, I mean, who knows if they'll be able to bounce back. Yeah, and uh, I got to tell you, I've said this on the show previously. Like, these guys, if they bend over and start – knobbing this guy after he has this meeting uh, and he explains himself and uh, I've heard him say they want to hear the truth. They're never going to hear the truth. They've been lying since the story came out. His father's a liar. He's a liar. Everyone knows he's a liar. Uh, Bob Nightingale flat out said it uh, openly in his column Sunday and uh, yesterday on this show that no one's buying his rhetoric I got to tell you, I'm not in the least listening to it. I mean, it's it's just the most ridiculous thing ever. The ringworm, the hairdo, yeah. I mean, taco meat. I mean, what is next? Uh, you got it from a bicycle chain, I, you know, on your fingers. I, I, I can never understand these things. Now, talk to me about Frankie Montas, because he has been atrocious since yeah. he came to the Yankees, and he's pitching tonight, and they've already started booing him in the Bronx. Yeah, I mean, look, it's it's one of those things where you just hope, Scott, that this is not one of those situations. Like one out of every three or four players that gets traded to the Yankees just, you know, kind of can't hack it there. And I mean, I don't know, is it fair to say that about Joey Gallo at this point? Uh, you know, going yes. back in the day, you know, Kenny Rogers was that guy. I remember he was getting in all kinds of fights. And, you know, look, it, it just, you never know once you get there how it's going to be. Sonny Gray found that out too. Um, is Montas that guy? That's what we're going to start to hear whispers of. We don't know. It's still too early. It's not fair to him. He's only made a couple of starts. But as we get deeper into the season, if he can't get out of his own way, and you're right, and the boos begin, then you're going to have to start wondering if the Yankees didn't make the right move there. It didn't look great at the time. What they gave up, maybe Oakland knew something. Uh, look, there's there's not a lot going right for the Yankees. At least they're playing a little bit better lately. Judge at the home run. So it's still a wait and see for me. You really don't know until you see the guy go. Let me ask you, when you see Chapman pitch over the, let's just say the last five weeks, right? When they started struggling, uh, he's been struggling the whole time. He's had issues the whole time with his control. He's all over the place. And I mean, giving up runs, earned runs left and right. Uh, They got him in the, you know, they got him in kind of middle relief role now. And then, mm-hmm. and then, you know, Holmes went down. They're like, we'll put him in the close. Then he blew that. Now they're going by committee. And Luesiga right. did the job the other night. Do you see a guy that's starting to look like he's finished? He's just not throwing as hard as he was. I mean, and his fastball doesn't have the movement that it once did. And so that's the beginning of the end. Yeah. So, I mean, he could still be effective. He's left-handed. And, and Scott, you know, uh, listen, Oliver Perez was never at the level of, of the world as Chapman, but Oliver Perez pitched for like 22 years and Chapman could pitch for another 10 years if he wants at a diminished level, but he's obviously not the guy who he once was. And once you lose a ticket or two off your fastball, if there's no movement on it, and he was just generally known for pumping 100, 101 straight and high and guys would miss it and they couldn't identify it. Once that goes down to 96, 97, there's nothing wrong with that, but that was his primary pitch. So he's not going to reinvent himself at this stage of his career. He's certainly done very well. He won a World Series with the Cubs. He made a lot of money. But you're going to have to just get used to him 
pitching in the seventh, pitching in the eighth. And the only reason why this is magnified more, Scott, is because the Yankees aren't hitting. So all their games are close. They're two or three to one or two to one or five to four. When you're winning nine to three, it doesn't matter who your closer is. Now they're in a situation where it matters more. Do you think that uh, Noah Syndergaard is being a wuss bag for not pitching against the Mets twice when he had the chance to? Yeah, I'm not really sure how that goes. See, this is a hard question for me to answer, Scott, because I'm not there. And, you know, you won't, no one's really come out and said clearly what he did or did not do there. And I'm not around the team. So it's hard for me to answer that one. And I think it would be unfair. But, I, I mean, personally, none of that sort of bothers me. Uh, I mean, th- th- this guy obviously has some some his reasons for not wanting to do it, if that is indeed the case. Or maybe it just was coincidence that they moved him around a little bit. But this is one that's hard for me to answer, Scott, because not being there, I could just give you my opinion. And my opinion is, is I, I could care less if pitchers duck other teams. It doesn't make any difference to me. They want to win. Syndergaard is pitching for another contract next year. Who cares? I don't care. If I found out point blank where he said that I just didn't want to do it because of reason A, B, C, I mean, that's the reporters uh, to figure that out. Well, then he went out and won right after that series ended. So I guess uh, that's all that really matters. What right. are you thinking about the uh, sale that looks like it's going to mm. be uh, happening with the Angels with Artie Moreno? I mean, I guess he's had enough of paying these guys all this money and never getting anything for it. Yeah, yeah but look, there, there's there, there are going to be a lot of things said about him being just heavily involved in the organization as an owner. But I don't think that what I think what people don't realize is that, you know, he, he still is heavily involved. He's still making the final decision. His sons, though, Scott, are really involved as well, too, now. So when they say that he is too involved, you kind of have to go with his whole family being involved in that. Like they're making more of the day to day decisions than any other owner or any other ownership group. That very well could be the case. But in the end, none of it has worked out for him. They've switched general managers three or four times under his tenure. Uh, They got Joe Madden. They thought they had the best manager in baseball. They thought they had the best player in baseball. Then they got Shohei Otani. What they choose to do, I have no idea. But, Scott, I am so curious what the sale price of the team is going to be because the last couple sales have been Miami and Kansas City, I believe. And those were in like the 1.2 billion. Like Scott, are the Angels worth two billion? They may be. I'm very curious to yes. see what this number is going to be. I think they will be. And do you think? Yesterday, I was talking to Bob about Bruce Bochy. Do you mm-hmm. believe he would be interested in that gig? Uh, because I think it's going to be afforded him. Uh, yeah, no, it, it's possible. I mean, the Angels depend. It depends on where they want to go and what they want to do. I mean, the hard part of this is that. They're good. They they should be spending even as, as much or mo- more money than they can right now. The revenue is coming in like crazy for them. It's a fantastic franchise, but what free agent is going to wait to have that whole situation resolved in free agency? Like the second that Steve Cohen owned the team, it was all systems go. But these things just don't happen overnight. So I don't know what their team is going to look like next year. I mean, they could hit a reset button, Scott. Like they could bring Trout back and trade Otani and try and move guys out and say, you know what, we need to get this re configured they just hired the new general manager uh perry over from the braves this is only i think his first year or second year it's probably not even fair to him if they let him go but that's kind of what happens when a new owner takes over so a lot to be fixed but you know two franchises by the way up for sale i think the nationals 
and the Angels. Very rare to have this happen within a short period of time. This is gonna this is gonna open up a lot a lot of eyes for for the money that these things are being sold. Yeah, for. I mean, uh, there's no doubt about it. Do you think that Cullen, when you've heard talk about him that that he could uh, po- possibly go to like 350 million payroll? Do you think, because I think he's like a renegade, he wants to make huge splash headlines, be the dominant team and talk of baseball. Do you think that he would go after and try to pull off an Otani deal and bring the uh, phenom to New York and beat the Yankees at their own game? Everyone thinks everyone's going to the Yankees. Right. Yeah, I mean, he, look, I mean, Otani would have to want to play on the East Coast too. But, but again... You know, Cohen is one of those right now that I would guess, Scott, that's making all the other owners feel a little uncomfortable because it's like he's jumping to levels that have never been jumped before, including the Steinbrenner Yankees. So that puts pressure on everyone else in that room to spend that money, too. So, uh, you know, responsible spending, irresponsible spending. If this guy goes to 350, 400 million, uh, you know, there's the other owners are going to go, oh, my gosh, what is this guy doing? Now I got to do the same thing. And it's just sort of interesting, that dynamic. So the answer is yes. I, I don't think that there's any limit for him. After you uh, talked on this show about Mattingly, uh, that you believe he'll be done after this year, perhaps, uh, that obviously there's stories out that, that he's going to leave the Marlins and, and that he's on some kind of hot seat. But I, I guess in, in roughly, respectfully, 40 seconds, do you know of any uh, interest of anyone yet in Miami that they want in that job besides him? No, and I, and I think that they're going to show a lot of respect for him at the end. He's been with the franchise for eight years, I believe, or seven years, whatever it is. Uh, I, I do think this will be his last year managing. Whether or not he decides to take a front office role or go somewhere else, I think that will be up to him. Uh, I, I just think time has come for him here in Miami. And and I, I think he knows it too, honestly. But we'll just have to see how it plays out, Scott, at the end of the season. And they wouldn't go behind his back and try and figure out who they're going to hire now before they make a decision at the end. So still TBD on that. All right, Craig. Great stuff. There he is. Scoop Mishlin. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and... Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.
All right, Carver High, where are we going here? Uh, there's a lot of things happening. There's a day game at Wrigley. How about that, a five-game set? Yes, they're going to play a lot of baseball in Wrigley, the two rivals, the Cards and the Cubs, over the next few days, Scotty. Uh, they are at the end of the fourth. They're going to the fifth, 2 nothing. The Cubs lead. Interesting here, Pujols is in the lineup, Scotty. Now, he had only been playing against lefties, but he's red hot. They're facing a righty this afternoon, and they have Pujols in the lineup. So he hasn't started much against righties. So that shows you, Scotty, the bat's been so good that they're going to put him in there now. And, of course, he struck out uh, a couple times. It's a lot harder for him against those righties. Uh, but he is out there today uh, after another homer last night, which we'll hear later on Coast to Coast. I mean, this guy, he, he needs seven home runs to reach uh, 700. And he needs four more to pass Alex Rodriguez all-time home yeah. runs. And if he gets to seven, uh, it's, you know, he's like the fifth guy to ever hit 700 home runs. So I think uh, he's going to do it. I mean, he's got 40 games and he's got seven in August already. And he's been hitting them five over the last two weeks. So I just don't see how he can't knock seven of them out in wow. 40 games. I, I actually think he's going to do it because... I think that's how unbelievable a player, Hall of Famer, legend he's been in his career. I think he'll step up big in these last 40, 30, 20 games. When he gets down to it, I think he'll do it. Well, as I saw him strike out in the first at bat, he doubled in his second at bat. Uh, so there you go. Uh, righty, no problem uh, for Albert. Doubles there at Wrigley. All right, we'll come back, Scotty. Uh, we will fin get into the NFL where last night, uh, preseason week two came to a close with the Jets beating the Falcons. We have that and several other things to do in the NFL to start hour two on Coast to Coast. Yeah, and I mean, uh, how about that? I won a, a triple on the uh, Jets for the first time in my life. The money line spread and total. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 